0: God, I ask that you rend the heavens and let a mighty weight of your glory attend to such hungry hearts in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you indeed. Now, this is how the meeting is going to go tonight. We'll just uh, find bearing. In fact, we have found bearing. I found bearing while we were in the praise and worship. You know, you you can pray for so long and not find bearing. And then you come into the meeting and then the, the little window. Of mercy opens up. So I found that window when I stepped into this place. I will be navigating. Amen. So we will be navigating. That window. Uh, for as long as it will take. For the Holy Spirit to. Visibly unveil. Unpack his presence. You know. And when his presence is unpacked. Uh, then we we'll allow him to do. What he does best. So it just. Uh, well trying to let out a bait for the Holy Ghost right now. Then we'll trap him down here to minister to everyone in a way that only him can. All right, since this is the first uh, edition of the Festival of Science and Wonders in Lagos, I want to attempt to bring perspective As to what it is about So turn your Bible with me To the book of Hebrews chapter number 12 Hebrews chapter number 12 Standing out here today It's it's obvious that it's been long Since I came to Lagos Because I'm seeing some people I've not uh, seen Quite a while Hallelujah Hebrews chapter 11 Beginning from Verse number one. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the walls were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen. Were not made of things which do appear. Maybe I will just spend a moment to explain that to us. It's a very popular scripture. It's a common scripture. Normally exploited once and again. When we raise the issue of faith. Uh, But there is a depth in that place that I would like to bring out. He said faith is the substance. He did not say faith is a substance but faith is the substance. Uh, It is the substance that brings certainty to hope. It is that substance is um, it's a spiritual instrument, a, a barometer that furnishes the evidence of things that your physical senses cannot interact with. Uh, this substance is the reason for which several things that we cannot verify with our physical senses. It's This substance is an evidence that uh, reveals the existence of things beyond the scope of our senses. Are you with me? Uh, indicative of the fact that there is a possibility of us interacting and dealing with things that are not in the seen realm as long as we understand the dynamics of this substance. This substance is furnished in order to register the certainty of things beyond the scope of the natural. And if we understand this substance, we can actually deal with the invisible realm adequately Even though our physical senses do not have the capacity to verify uh, the things that are captured in that domain. This substance is furnished on our heart by the Holy Spirit as a means of providing witness, perspective. This substance is the only basis and the only evidence whatsoever that assures us of what our senses cannot capture. I would like to deal further in uh, trying to make us understand the experiential context of this substance. Because this substance uh, can come to us in various experiential modes. Are you still with me? It's a faith is the substance. Of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. For instance, if I am praying for something, maybe praying for my healing, and this substance is furnished concerning my healing, even though there's no physical manifestation of my healing, as long as my spirit can capture that substance, I know that my healing has become a reality in the spirit realm. That assurance is part of what the substance administers. So that I can operate beyond the scope of my senses. And that's why I say if you know this substance and you know its experience. It is possible for you to go beyond your senses in your interactions and in your transactions. Uh, If we study further, you will realize that the heroes of faith that we read about were men that captured things in form of that substance and they ran with it all through their lives. And because they ran with that substance that was not seen, their lives was... um, In some cases, their lives brought judgment to their generation. In other cases, their life... ...pointed to what God was doing at the time. In other cases, their life brought reference, brought witness to that which the Holy Spirit was emphasizing. This is a prescription of a new layer of life. And I'm going to take some time to explain that. You see, if you you play now, I will prophesy too quickly. But I want to teach for a moment... Before we begin to prophesy. Hallelujah. Now listen to me. For instance if we take Noah as a case study. God encountered him and spoke about rain to him. And in keeping with rain that was coming. He was commissioned to begin constructing an act. As at the time that Noah lived, there was nothing like rain before that time. God's system of watering the earth, watering vegetation was that there were springs that came from the ground and watered the whole earth. Because the initial, the original idea of creation that God had in mind was to make two realms that were self-sustaining, self-rejuvenating, self-supporting, self-propagating. And so there was no need for heaven to release something to sustain earth. Earth was self supporting Earth was self-sustaining. So there was no rain. There was no need for that. So water came out of ground and uh, the ground and water, the, the face of the whole, whole earth. So, in fact, agriculture was not dependent on seasons. You could farm any time you wanted to because uh, irrigation was natural. It came from the ground. It was when there was a fracture in the ecosystem that God had to release supplies from the heavens to support the earth. And then when that fracture took place, um, so many things shifted in the way God dealt with man. And if you see the life of Noah, he had the perception of the fact that rain was going to come. And then he began a construction. He he was the ridicule of society because that which he was doing was not reasonable. This man was functioning on the basis of a substance that he had received from the spirit realm. And he so believed it that it became his life's work. The product of that substance became his life's work. And as he was doing that thing, the Bible says that uh, his work of faith became the premise upon which God stood to judge a generation. Now, I'm, I want you to understand this substance beyond just something you, you sense when God wants to give you a miracle. Something you sense when you are about to enter into a breakthrough. The examples of men that um, follow the sequence of thought in this particular scripture are men that received substance and it became the basis of their life. And for 120 years, this man was in construction business without evidence that what he's doing will be relevant so that was 120 years of scorn but anytime he felt discouraged because there was pressure from the outside and he goes back to meet with god god responds by substance so they lived off the substance that was furnished by the move of the holy spirit upon their heart that was what made them separate from their generation that was what made them prophetic. Because their life was carved out by a witness that the Holy Spirit furnished upon their heart. It is possible for you to be a faith preacher and never walk by faith. Because um, you faith is, these days, faith is cerebral. We just know what to say. We know these are the kind of things we say in church and all of that. But you see, you can tell a man that has substance that man that had substance begins to live a life that is consistent with the substance that he has received and the life he lives is contrary to what his generation knows. It's it's, it's easy to tell a man that walks in faith and I assure you, even though knowledge has increased in the body of Christ and the faith teaching is very predominant and very established line of teaching, it will interest you to know that the average believer does not live by faith. If we really live by faith, your life is going to be an enigma. It will be a sign of something that God is doing. That people need to read in order to understand God's present revelation position. So this man begins the subject of faith by... And I know you know that he took the spirit of wisdom and revelation for him to bring out with that level of simplicity a very complex subject like faith and he was able to define it that faith is the substance his definition of faith was not cerebral it was from the experiential perspective because when your life of faith is predicated on an activity of the Holy Spirit to bear witness that witness that the Holy Spirit bears is the proof that that which your senses cannot handle actually exists in the realm of the spirit as tangible And on the strength of that witness, people's lives are carved out. And they are willing to take the risk of, of living a life of utter contradiction as it has to do with the perspective of society in order for them to run along with that which the Holy Spirit bears witness about and that's why the Bible says it's by this kind of faith not the type we preach in our generation it's by this kind of faith that the elders obtained a good report and the word report there is witness I'm going to explain witness within the context of faith and substance if I have the time if you are still with me say Amen
1: In these days where
0: people like uniformity, all right, you know, this is what is raining. Breakthrough is what is raining. Prosperity is what is raining. So every preacher is within that bracket. When you find people that are just in the bracket, copying what is raining, trends that are predominant, and people no longer have the capacity and the courage to enter into the uniqueness of God's sovereign mission for their lives what happens is we remain in that bracket and we pacify ourselves with the symptoms that find expression in that area but you see a work of faith is going to manifest the uniqueness of the witness of God on your spirit it will manifest it through your life and even though There may be many prophets in this auditorium. It's just that I don't have time. I would have shown you that no two prophets in the Bible had even a calling that is even similar. They are so different, so massively different. So when you find this cluster thing and trend thing, bracket thing, And everybody is in a subset of a certain kind of generational universal set. It is indicative of the fact that everybody has found a safety net. And men are no longer walking by faith. The walk of faith is going to expose you. It's going to expose you and you're going to pedestal the witness of the Holy Spirit in your heart. Over and above the pressures that come from situation, from society, from friends and from family the work of faith has a way of isolating you and making you an object of ridicule because faith has its own seasons as we are going to see in the days in a few moments faith has its own seasons it has its own sequence it has its own times of counting and cycles which is contrary to the calendar of men and for Noah it required a hundred and 20 years for that which he was pregnant with and he was running with which he had never seen there is no history that rain ever fell but everything he was doing was in keeping with an anticipation of rainfall and this rainfall that he was talking about he understood it by substance that the Holy Spirit furnished upon his heart Now, many of us are not willing to take that risk to stand out because there is an assurance that has been furnished upon your heart. Many believers are not willing to stand up. Every believer wants to be within the bracket of the universal set. So that, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking weird. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in the, in the, in the, um, mental perspective of what is allowable in my generation. And that is proof that we have found the safety net. And the safety net is the greatest enemy of faith. Because faith is going to take you outside of your context. Faith is built from the perspective of God. Faith is in alignment with God's perspective. God's way of doing things. God's timing. God's procedure. God's process. Faith is a new world. It's a new world that God invites all followers of Jesus Christ to step in. So, Faith is what? A substance You know like I said um, This substance can have Different forms And different shapes But you see Irrespective of their differences They do the same thing They bring um, Assurance They bring uh, Evidence of things that The physical senses Cannot justify Hallelujah I say hallelujah. Amen. For instance, if God wants to, God can furnish substance on your heart by giving you a vision. You see, a vision. You are praying about something and then you see the thing. That's, the, that's one of the greatest aids of our faith life. When God takes you uh, in the spirit and affords you the opportunity, the privilege to see through the Holy Ghost... It becomes very difficult for the devil thereafter To bring doubt Because doubt is cognitive Doubt comes through your mind Faith comes through your heart So God deals with your heart And the spirit Your spirit is the infrastructure That captures the dealings of God And your flesh is the infrastructure That captures the dealings of Satan And it happens to be that uh, Are you there? So doubt is a product of the use, exalting the activity that is going on in the mind over and above that which God has said. So the devil is capable of giving you thoughts, is capable of thinking his thoughts through your thoughts, is capable of transmitting things into your thought life in order to create uh, an an edifice that is not yielded to the move of God that is in your spirit, man. Now, so this this kind of activity in fact Satan sponsors that over and again in order to ensure that we do not walk the walk of faith. But you see signs and wonders are evidences that find expression when men walk by faith. It means that they have found a way to exalt the activity of the spirit of God on their lives in their heart over and above legitimate concerns that are captured within the circumstances and captured within the situation. So a man of faith is going to allow his heart be the lead organ over and above his mind. His mind will have to line up behind his heart and the activity that is going on in his heart will form the basis of his driving force and his direction. Faith uh, gives you entrance into a new world, a world that God determines the timing, determines the process, determines the strategy, and determines the manifestation. And I know that in Bible studies, we have been taught again and again on the subject of prayer. But no matter how educated you are on the subject of prayer, the best you can do is to pray. Nobody knows how prayer is answered. Uh, Most times, uh, (laughs) uh, you know, most times, the way you were expecting the answer to come, it didn't quite come like that. God is trying to make you understand that he is not a man. Yes, so uh, your expectation was based on your humanity. Your expectation was based on your perception. And I want you to understand that your perception is so limited, so, so limited You don't have the capacity to even see the big picture And it is because of the knowledge That God has that you do not have That makes God do his own things In a certain way If you say you want to walk by faith You are going to take a risk Because you are entering into God's space You are seen by God's eyes You are going to be subject To God's concept of timing You are only going to operate By God's strategy. And just in case you change your mind in the process, you have bought the process and God is still God and you are still in trouble. (laughs) So, uh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, before we put on our seatbelt, I'm still trying to, uh, some of you are still in Suruleri. I'm trying to gather you people, I'm trying to gather everybody until I am sure we are here before we can make progress. Please help me tell your neighbor, are you willing to take a risk? when you see the capacity of your mind most of us here this is lagos state so almost everybody in this auditorium has one level of qualification or the other we we can actually run nigeria from this hall because we have chartered accountants here we have all yes we can run nigeria not even the way it is being run currently we can run it (laughs) i'm seeing some business experts here and all of that we thank god for our cerebral capacities but you see faith is even though it is not a friend of mental slothfulness because in faith there is knowledge the only thing is that the kind of knowledge that feeds faith is not academic knowledge faith is not ignorant you know those days we were taught that faith is blind in those of us that were born again in the 80s we had all kinds of (laughs) all kinds of messages that you need to if you still believe faith is blind you still you need to put that message in the trash can because when God was educating Abraham about faith he, he he told him say leave your your tent your tent is going to be an obstruction to what I want to show you you need to lift up your eyes in the night that lecture took place in the night and behold the stars they are images that God uses to establish substance and that's why are you there are you there So, if God doesn't find the image around your house, what he does is that he sponsors the image in the spirit. In In order for him to achieve the administration of substance, so that there is an image that the kingdom of darkness and Satan and demons cannot wipe out of your mind. It's just there. But you will need to make a choice whether that image is your reality or it is just one of those things. So imagine that Noah was faced with that situation for 120 years. And he never changed his mind. For him, faith was not what he preached. It was a lifestyle that stumbled upon him the moment substance was furnished. You see, you can preach this academic faith message. It's so academic. That's what makes it unreal. You know, I say, okay. So when you have faith, you say, you talk like this. We we spoke like that, and demons manage our affairs for years. <laughs> faith is not a way of talking. <laughs> ah, it's not a way of talking. You know, uh, may the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. If you have faith, there is a way you will talk. But if you if you are talking like that and there is no substance it is still not faith the thing about church is that we can't tell if you have substance all of us are talking but over time you will now discover that this man has no navigating system you see it's the fate of our fathers hallelujah i'm also checking your acceptance of my message if it's because as i'm striking if, if I notice you are not flowing, I'll just cut it I'll say, okay, no problem. <laughs> you see the fate of our fathers was revealed in a lifestyle. There was a lifestyle that came out of that faith experience. As I walked along those lines, the idea that God had in mind began to form, began to form. That's how it is. but for everyone it is first of all a substance, something so quiet something that can even be despised but it is from that substance and anytime you you face contradictions and you go back to god and ask him ah are you sure about this god will never change his mind and he is not angry with you because you came back to check no he's not he's not angry with you. but you see you need to live life from the reality of substance that is what i'm saying you will live your life from there Seven years I walked the streets of Lagos. I had the capacity in terms of my monthly salary to buy a car every other month. right? And then the Lord now instructed that I should be using the yellow buses of Lagos. And I used them for seven years. And then, when I graduated from using this, the yellow buses, he encountered me and said, the reason why I say you should use yellow buses is so that you will understand that a man's life does not consist in the possessions that he has. I said, okay, this blessing you took me through seven years to learn, couldn't you just come in the night in a dream and say, you see, the thing about faith, you are not with me. The thing about faith is that you cannot, you cannot be in it and not have a lifestyle. It will give you a lifestyle, it will give you a prescription. This prescription is not intellectual, it's not something you talk about. It will be revealed in your living. Let me ask your neighbor do you still have a substance? Should I punch you? Do you realize that Noah? Held that substance in his heart for 120 years. 120 years. Is there somebody in this room you've been trusting God for a miracle? And you seem to know God's voice about the matter. God had visited you and whispered. Yes, I'm going to do this. And it's just 10 years down the line and you don't seem to have the capacity to carry on we need to find out what is wrong with your faith because this man noah had no bible we had no pastor and the guy was able to carry that substance for 120 years so what is wrong with me the thing is that you are fighting the lifestyle that god wants you to live. If, yes there is if you truly have substance it will be translated in a lifestyle that the pressure from outside the ridicule from outside will not be strong enough to kill He say faith is the substance please help me tell your neighbor faith is the substance 120 years imagine somebody trusting God for a child you may not have studied the lines very very well it took uh, um Isaac it took him 25 years 20 years 20 years for him to for his wife to conceive when you read those stories you just say oh my god everything was working no there were 20 years of silence where the only thing he had for those 20 years as God's intention concerning that area was just a substance. And the Lord did not give him any other authority other than that substance to do anything. So ask yourself, can you survive it? So what we are talking about here, this substance is supposed to be the basis of a marathon, of a not a sprint, a life. That you live for a long time. That substance shapes that life. It shapes your perception of things. It gives you courage beyond the critic to live that life. And that life is a life God wants you to live. That will provide sufficient witness to justify him stepping into the terrain to bring about a change. If he doesn't find that life in your... That life that he wants, not question for his intervention... He said, by this faith, the elders obtained a good report. Because it was from the investment of this spiritual reality that the elders drew the reference for their lives. They lived from this place. And when you live from that place, your life is not going to be like the life of the ordinary person that lives in that generation. Just like there was a huge gap between Noah's life and the life of the average person that lived in the day of Noah and they saw Noah as the most schizophrenic human being that was in that time if you really live by faith and you go through the motions of faith you will be seen as a strange man as a Jew there will be such a difference in the way your life is ordered and the way the normal person's life is ordered. There's going to be a huge difference. That difference will be so huge that it cannot be mistaken. So if we are all in the subset, it means we have learned how to talk the things of faith, and there is no substance in our heart. Today we want to run a check for everyone that comes into this place. We have a a setup. There's a setup here to test what you are calling faith to see if the embryo of the substance died five years ago because you can still hold the motion and there is no substance to back it up what makes the are you you with me what makes the works works of faith is that it is backed up with an embryo may it not just become a motion of the flesh may the substance be behind it in the name of Jesus the Bible goes further to say something that I need to bring to our notice it's a true faith. That's verse 3. We understand. Ah, it seems to me that anyone that has this substance. Are you there with me? Are you following me? Anyone that has this substance is given the privilege to begin to understand some things supernaturally. So our hope of gaining entrance into the comprehension of several Mystical things that are found in God. Is when we are willing to hold true to the embryo of faith. The substance of faith. That the Holy Spirit comes to furnish as assurances. Concerning what he wants to accomplish in your life. The moment you hold the embryo. The Bible says you begin to understand. So before the embryo is formed. Your understanding is unfruitful. And when you are faced before a a panel uh, and there's a debate about your faith life, you might not even have so much utterance other than the fact that you know and you cannot explain why you know, but there is this assurance, there is this, you know, because that's the currency of faith. It's called assurance, (laughs) it's called confidence. It is a proof that a spirit that triggers faith encountered you are you still with me those are the currencies assurance conviction righteousness you become right with God because you chose to believe what he said so you are on the same page with God you are current with God now if the encounter that you said you had didn't lead you to the point of assurance to the point of conviction It means the roots of that which you were conceived of is not deep enough to survive the winter. Uh, This substance that we are talking about is supposed to have the shelf life consistent with the tenor of manifestation that God had put you. So for Noah it was 120 years and the substance could survive for 120 years. Are you still with me? True faith, we understand. So my question, uh, this understanding is not... Are you there? I hope you know understanding means comprehend. To comprehend. Now this comprehension I'm talking about, Pastor, is not a product of a research. No. It's It's not as a result of... Visiting a library or sitting before a professor. Have you read the scripture that says that there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty giveth them comprehension? There's an activity of the Holy Spirit that moves on your inside to bring education. So much education that you now comprehend what God wants to do since yesterday evening i've been praying in tongues and the reason why i I got caught up praying in tongues is because i know i know the people i'm coming to preach to they are students of the book they know jesus they are prayerful people they do 10 hours every month all right so if you have not heard god you can't preach to them you see how i wish the entire body of christ would be like that so robust fake preachers will move to (laughs) benary Just make people enlightened, let them start walking in the Lord. You will need to hear God to speak to them. So, I knew my, my, my challenge the moment I came. Started my prayer yesterday night, prayed, prayed by 2 a.m. Nothing had dropped. It's not as if I don't know scripture, so eh? that's my book, that's where I live. But you see, there's a difference between a passage and a message. you need to secure a message from God and then you can therefore situate it in the passage. In fact, the deeper the more dexterity you have in the scriptures will determine the passages of preference that you might decide to choose. So we'll know your level of dexterity by the passages you're handling. But the point is, the life behind the passage is the message that you secured from God. So all through the night I kept praying, and there was no answer. I continued early in the morning. Pray till afternoon. No answer. That's how the Lord deals with me. He doesn't come to me quickly. So I am on the marathon side with the Lord. If I want to go on a fast, I know that the first 30 days he won't speak to me. Yeah, the first 30 days It's just warm up. My spirit is the, the big size. You know, when you go to the 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 shops, the supermarkets—you see, some shirts are S. If your spirit is S, if you fast for two days, you will be seeing angels. <laughs> two days fast, you're already high, and you need to know your spirit because if you—if you your spirit is on S level, uh, which that is the design of some people's spirit. You shouldn't be doing more than seven days of fasting at once. You need to know your size. My, my spirit is, is 9-11 engine. You know those type that drink diesel. <laughs> so when I begin to seek God, I know he won't come early. I know that experientially. He won't come early. So I start in the night. I pray throughout the night. Wake up in the day. I greet him. Good morning. I continue praying in tongues, and you'll not believe that as at four o'clock this evening he had not spoken. But I I I've worked with him for a while, so I, I know him. He will speak. Because when I walked through this door that he now directed me, I had already gone ahead and I made a mechanical right up here, just in case. <laughs> There's a mechanical matter here. <laughs> Because sometimes, sometimes he he's saying, I trust what you will say. So, But I want to be sure that it is one of those times. So I have my mechanical plan somewhere. And when the time comes and he doesn't speak, he, I, I take it to mean that he's saying, I trust what you will do. I trust what you will do. But until that time comes when I hold the microphone and there is no feedback, that's when I will now conclude that that is the way. Do you understand that? When I sat here, the download now, okay? So the message now came. So there were now many various passages. So I I chose the simplest one. This one. Through faith we understand. That's what separates the boys from the men. The understanding that comes because you are a carrier of substance. The moment you carry substance, God approves you for spiritual understanding. Inspiration begins to well up in your spirit To bring you comprehension And it will interest you to know That this dimension of comprehension Is the only gate To wisdom Wisdom is acting In the light of that comprehension That came through the inspiration of the Holy Ghost There is something you understood When the Holy Ghost moved upon your heart Walking in the light of that understanding Is what wisdom is you know, knowledge is informative. Understanding is comprehension. And wisdom is the application of that comprehension. So the gateway into real wisdom comes when you have experienced comprehension. And the Bible says that through faith, there is a route to comprehension that is not a product of research. That is a product of faith. So you qualify for this kind of comprehension the moment this substance is formed in your spirit. Are you there? So when you begin to walk in the light of this comprehension, what it produces is the good report that the Bible spoke about. That good report is uh, is the signs and wonders that we are talking about. Because no man, there is no man that operates by this substance and, and operates in the light of the comprehension that comes based on the furnishing of faith that doesn't see signs and wonders. So what we are trying to achieve tonight is to walk in the light of the comprehension that the Holy Spirit will bring. And when we do that, it will produce powerful signs and powerful wonders. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things that are seen were not made of things which do appear. Come with me quickly. Let us do
1: John. Will we do John? I will do John. I will take a verse, and then, while I begin to
0: explain this verse, you can now I begin to bring your own ministry
1: to the table.
0: John chapter 2. And the third day, there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee. And the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus was called and his disciples to the marriage. And when they wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto him, They have no wine. And Jesus said unto her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. His mother said unto the servants, Whatsoever he said unto you, do it. The first thing I'd like you to notice here is that his hour to do public miracles according to the calendar of God had not yet come. Right, So it was not the schedule for open miracles. It was not the schedule for public miracles. So the mother now said unto the servants, whatsoever he set for you to do, do it. And there were six, and there were set there six water pots of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three a piece. Jesus said unto them fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim and he said unto them draw and bear to the governor of the feast and they bear it when the ruler of the feast had tested the water that was made wine and knew not whence it was but the servants which drew the water the governor of the feast called the bridegroom and said unto him every man at the beginning doth set forth good wine and when men have well drunk then that which is worse but thou hast kept the good wine until now so the wine that they exhausted was good wine the wine that came by this miracle was in the same quality of the good wine. And the governor testified that the good wine was kept until now. Verse 11 is my emphasis before. If I have time, I would touch on this story. But verse 11 is uh, my emphasis. What is a miracle? He said this? Because when you see the layout, most of you know the basics of faith. So I don't want to go into that scripture. You know the basics of faith. Say whatsoever he says for you to do, do it. So God speaks to you. And then you obey. And then there's a manifestation. Basically, that is the cycle of faith. But you see, most of us see faith as um, an instrument that is used to get something. We don't see faith as a life that is lived because of a substance that we receive. And you will live that life throughout your lifetime. For Noah, it was a life. It was not a miracle he was trying to receive. It was a prescription that God gave him. And as long as he believed what God said, he was contrary to the generation in which he lived. The Bible says this be the beginning of miracles. And he showed forth what? Manifested his glory. So a miracle manifests the glory of God. God wants to be glorified. He wants to be visible. He wants to be seen. And the only way God can be seen is through people that have capacity to believe him and to obey him. The moment we believe God and obey God, we open the door to the manifestation of his glory. So that's what miracle is. So you see, in, in this scripture, we see the idea, because this is the law of first mentioned in terms of the miracle ministry of Jesus. And the Bible says that the the object of the miracle uh, was the manifestation of God's glory. I didn't want to go into the details of how Jesus was able to secure permission to work that miracle, even though it was not his schedule for miracles in the heavenlies even if God doesn't want it's not a schedule this night there's no schedule for miracles this night if someone can still hear his voice and obey him he will have a miracle whether or not it is the timetable in heaven captures that it's, it's an open check as long as men can believe him and obey him he's bound to honor their faith are you there? so this be the beginning of miracles The Bible says Jesus manifested his glory. I want to take another scripture quickly, which is in the book of uh, John, John chapter 9. Give me John chapter 9 on the screen. Hallelujah. Your stage is too high. Can you bring my things down here? Amen. The beginning of miracles and Jesus manifested his glory so he wants to manifest his glory through your life and that's the reason why the Holy Spirit will come into your space and furnish your heart with substance if you decide to walk according to that substance you will have a lifestyle that many people would not be able to understand that lifestyle will attract criticisms because it is not ordered according to the patterns and the expectations of men but you see anytime you doubt what God has said you go back to him then you will fuel that substance and then live in it and extend its shelf life. so that that substance becomes your reality, and every other thing that happens on the other side can be ignored, because the reason why they are complaining is because they don't understand what you' are pregnant with. A man of faith lives from the resources of this substance. A man of faith is not trying to be popular. No, he's not looking for uh, visibility. But you see, the reason for the attention that will be drawn to his life is because his walk is different from the work of the other people that are in his space. So at the end of the day, because of the peculiarity of his work, he gains attention, he gains attraction. Not because he goes out seeking it, but his walk already makes him a victim of human attention and the reason why God makes someone that is in custody of substance an object of attraction is because God is hoping to use that life to teach your generation you are going to be a visible spectacle of lessons it will become obvious to everybody at the end of the tunnel that their criticisms did not affect what you were pregnant with and the outcome that was in view when you believed God wasn't affected by pressure. You see, the things that collocate together to bring the performances of the counsels of God are superior to human circumstance and human situation. So they can be ignored. Your life will become a lecture for so many people a teaching a teaching aid that will make people understand the ways of god and so faith puts you on a path that is different from what people in your family are used to are you still with me if you are allergic to critics if you are allergic to being backbited you want to hide your your activities in your space You know, you can't succeed with that if you are going to walk by faith. So you must create allowance for backbiting, create allowance for critics. Because you are doing something that the Holy Spirit bore witness about, all right? So it's very private, even though its expression eventually is going to be very public. So if you are doing something very private, you don't talk about it. It's just like getting pregnant. It's a secret. But it comes to a point in the carriage of the pregnancy that you can no longer hide it. The substance be- starts becoming visible. And people are the ones that will now know that the reason why you were spitting around was because there was something that they could not see. Your life is intended eventually to become lecture notes for people that those people backbiting you will now learn lessons. Lessons on on what happens to a man that works with God. But you must be willing to tend the substance because it's fragile. It's possible for you to abort it. And the Bible says that we should labor not to cast away our confidence. Because it's in that embryo that holds the possibility of reward. If you are still with me, say, Amen. Yeah so the object of a miracle is glory. God wants to manifest his glory. Are you there? And as Jesus passed by, I'm reading from the book of John chapter nine, as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth and his disciples asked him saying, master, who who Did sin. This man or his parents. That he was born blind. And Jesus answered. Neither. Had this man sinned. Nor his parents. But that the works. Of God should be made. What? There is something. That God wants to do. That cannot be revealed. Except somebody dares to believe him. So the man's condition was not because of an ancestral cause. The man's condition was not because of generational iniquity. You know, the guys that are speaking, the guys that ask the question are not novices. They've been going through training. It means Jesus must have said to them that the man's sin can be. In some cases, he has shown them the reason why this is their sin. Some other cases, he must have told them that his parents sin. His parents see. So they were coming from a point of knowledge. I said, okay, okay, okay. We have this same thing you've been teaching us. In this case, now, is it the man? <laughs> oh, his parents. Now you see, I need to analyze the question, even though I don't want to dwell on it. Uh, you know, he was born blind. So in what world did he sin? If it's the man's sin. I don't want to analyze it. I don't want to open your mind to something. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't know about you, but I, I, I reason scriptures as well. Jesus said, we know that. The man's sin can be a challenge. Even his parents' sin can be a challenge. But in this case, he was allowed to come into this world like this deliberately. Because God is looking for an occasion to manifest his glory. So if there is a human being that is here today please help me preach to your neighbor. say in your family god is looking for an opportunity to manifest his glory so there are some things that are happening that is not a function of sin sin is not the problem it was allowed to be that way so that god can end some glory you see the 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 major issue here is there is a need the reason why the father sponsored that miracle even though it was not within Jesus's miracle shadow was because the father is desperate of having his glory manifested so as long as they are men as long as they are women that can still work according to the substance that is furnished on their heart. God can have an excuse through their lives. Their alignments, to manifest his glory. To manifest his glory. To manifest his glory. Once upon a time, I think it's like um, how many years now? 15 plus six 15 plus six is, that's 21 that's a long time 21 years ago the Lord encountered me and spoke about a crusade he wants me to be doing in my city my current city. I prayed about it for 15 years every year we ask him are you doing that crusade this year the fact that he told me that he wants to do crusade doesn't mean that I should start crusade. I need to find out when when you, this crusade for 15 years, consecutively i asked god are you doing a crusade this year he said no are you doing it was on the 15th year he said yes i've seen people that were trapped by what they heard from god it was accurate it was accurate but they became so wise That they prescribe to God the time that he should do what he will do. But you see, one of the sentences that comes upon us because we decide to live by faith is that you submit not just to God's method, you submit to God's timing. Ah, That's what makes uh, faith. That's why faith is not a, a, a preferred option. Because you surrender to the government of God completely. It can only walk God's way. That's the body of walking by faith. Hallelujah. I don't have liberty in my spirit. To show you the symptoms of false faith, I don't have that liberty. Because what we have, the average believer, because of enlightenment in the word of God, has become so familiar with many things that we don't even know how the real one looks like. So in the 15th year, I sought the face of the Lord and he said, okay, it's this year. We now. Meanwhile, a year before that year, the venue of this crusade, they do what? Carnival. They do something called a carnival there. Star carnival. Star lager. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then you see people drunk on the venue, on that venue, the prescribed venue of this crusade. Was an altar that was raised to a, the deity of immorality because you will see people naked, drunk, they don't they will recover themselves like some 9 a.m. the next morning in that place. So all well-meaning men avoid that arena during the days of the carnival, and the carnival is normally held during the time that God prescribed we should hold the crusade. But in the 15th year, when we went and booked for that place and held that crusade for the first time, yes, the souls were saved and the normal things that happen on a crusade happened. But you see, the the thing that really happened was not what we were looking at. That was the end of the carnival. The place became unsuitable for carnival use thereafter. And it is six years now. The carnival has not held on that spot. There are some things that God wants to shut down. But it will take a man that walks by faith to shut it down. There are also things that God wants to manifest. It will take a man of faith to manifest it. So I want to, you to understand that from what I see when I pray about Nigeria. The glory that I see over the nation. Sitting, hanging over the nation. And and it is actually in terms of prophetic season. It is actually a time of liberty for this nation. Now wait. Don't say amen. Hey! It's not everything whose season has come that manifests. The problem is called manifestation. When I labor over Nigeria in the spirit, I see a glory. And the reason why that glory is there is because it's the time for the manifestation of that glory. But you see, the thing with God is that things don't just find expression because it is time. God Himself was the one that prophesied and said that the children of Israel were going to be in captivity for 400 years. That's the that's the shadow from heaven. But in actual manifestation, it took 430 years. What what happened? Is it that God lost the handle of His omnipotence or something? Or Satan became strong? The fact that the time for something to manifest comes doesn't really mean it will manifest someone will need to align with god We become pregnant with a substance and and believe that substance beyond his circumstances in order for god to find a justification to release his hand he said this are ah, the beginning of miracles which jesus did and he did what he manifested his love Manifested this world. The second edition of the crusade. We were we were there on the crusade ground. There on the crusade ground. I am a man of a little um, a little scripture and small visions. Yeah, I'm a man of scripture and visions. All of them are little. So we were on the crusade ground on the second day of the crusade, and the normal things were happening on the crusade. Ministration was going on. People were saying yes to Jesus. Then I discovered that the reason why the Lord said I should put the crusade together. Were not because of, not just because of the souls. I found out it was because of me. I will explain. Second crusade. We were on the field. The ministration was going on. Then my eyes were open in the spirit. Then I saw an eagle. He flew over the the field. And he came and sat here. That was how I started walking in visions. That's how I started walking in visions. I My eyes get open it that obedience created a platform for God to do? You know, don't think you know the reason why God asks you to do what you are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Then I went to just to preach, and then Zhangfa saw me. He said he just he, he felt he couldn't stop praying for me for like how many days? For like thirty days, and. Uh, he saw the eagle that was on my left hand. Mm? I just kept quiet. <laughs> that that eagle is a reason for prophetic depth. Mm. Uh, I knew God spoke to him. Yes. So you know that other minister that came for our meeting. I went to preach for him in Delta State. And the moment he gave me the, he wanted to give me the mic. He said, Ah, he came with his eagle. And the level of clarity in terms of prophetic insight in that meeting was strange. But you know that ego came on the platform of an obedience. We thought we understood what God had in mind. You see, but you see, there are platforms that give God the justification to manifest His glory. We just finished the crusade now, and on the second, the first day of the crusade. I now saw, okay, well, God sometimes, alright, sometimes He he speaks with me through birds, birds, right? so ego then I now saw, first day of the crusade, that same glory came again and inside of the glory came out a falcon a falcon, and I now saw that the falcon had uh, you know that bird that uh, sends letters from place, those days huh? what what do they call now can one just one person should say because what you are, what i'm hearing is like tongues like tongues <laughs> A raven A raven the one that carries letters so i saw it on the first day of the crusade the same glory that came when that eagle appeared he came and then this raven now Appear And I know that This one carries messages Till I've been laboring on that Till today He has not given me the details of it But I've come to the conclusion Of the fact that the reason why He asked me Part of the reason why he asked me To start the crusade Was not really For the things I think Is because it will be the womb of that crusade that will be a suitable moment for him to manifest his glory in my life. When God says you should do something, the reason why he says you should do it, you will come to discover that it's different from what you think. Because God's thinking is not your thinking. And as you walk with him And carry the pregnancy of this substance You begin to get recalibrated To understand God's way of operation God's type of operation God's strategy God's formula And then you also know the kind of things That God never involves himself with I want to read the scripture quickly Maybe we'll analyze it when we do, then I will begin to pray. Now, somebody from the choir, help me sing this song. All hail the power of Jesus name. Amen.
1: Now,
0: don't put the mic on your mouth. Give it some space. He
1: the Lord, and
0: anointings on your life that are your ordination. It's not an inheritance. right? It is your ordination. It was factored into your calling that in the seasons of God, the, the accurate seasons of God, you will enter into them. It is your ordination. You didn't receive it as inheritance. There are also some anointings that are inheritance. You know, you collided with someone and the person's heart was moved to bless you. And that's not mechanical. If it was not ordained by God that you would collide with that person, you're not you're not with me. I don't I don't want to talk. <laughs> then the person is moved, and the person is moved to release some utterances, release some utterances. Now then you receive an inheritance. All right and then the dimension that god has modeled through the person's life begins to find expression in your life so there are two streams here uh, you can actually become a creature that is embellished with a type of grace that is not in your lineage because of a sovereign move of god on the spirit of someone that has walked in that grace okay now what i'm trying to explain to us here Those things I see like birds. That's my ordination. It's not inheritance. But even though it is my destiny. Those layers of grace are coming because of an obedience. The fact that it's your destiny doesn't mean it will be fulfilled. No. No, for every layer of grace you step into, there is, there is, there is a requirement of obedience that is attached to it. And everything that God will ask you to do, you cannot do it yourself. You will need to latch, you need to depend on Him, and that's how faith cannot be taken out of that picture. The reason why I made that statement is because there are some people that are long overdue. To step into another level of the ordination. They have been kept from it for long. For long. That God will be releasing. Into those realms. Magnify your name. Thank you Lord. In the name of Jesus. I beheld in the spirit.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I beheld in the spirit and I saw a river flowing. And when this river began to flow, I don't know what happened. It it rose up. It rose up so high. Man. And the Lord began to give me insight that, yeah.